Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 24 of Be With Me. Today is you are not your own. Let me say it again. You are not your own. And we have to get our heads around this so that we can get our behavior around this. If we don't get the ownership right, who owns us, then we're not going to get the obligations and the accountability and the application of that truth. So this is the Bible turning the world upside down. We're going to ask the question, whose body is this and whose am I? Who do I belong? Who owns my body? And then what rights and responsibilities do I have? So we're in a passage of eight verses in the Bible. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. The last two kind of come to the conclusion that you are not your own. Let me read, all things are lawful for me. This is verse 12 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Read along, get your Bibles out, come on. We're going to especially pay attention to the last two verses. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. Awful, all things are lawful for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food, and God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God raised the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Then I shall take the members of Christ and make them members with a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Flee sex from sexual immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside of the body, but the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? Here's the big passage for today. You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. I'm going to start with a political uh a slogan that is popular today, and that is, quote, my body, comma, my choice. Now, there's only one problem with that uh, political view in that it is not true. Now, half of it is true. It is true that you have a choice. The part that's not true is what this passage says is that you're not your own. So my body is actually an, an error. So it's not true with all due respect to, the, to the, uh, those who hold that uh, political view. The biblical view is that you're not your own, and if you're not your own, therefore, some attention must be paid, and allegiance must be delivered, and diligence must be pursued about agency. So let's talk about why it is not true. Number one, so why am I not my own? Because you were bought, because you were purchased. You are currently owned. You are cared for and accountable to him, it's the we have the best owner, if you will, he, one who wants the best for us, who knows the best for us, who's made the best way for us. It's a simple thing that just be owned by the Lord. I'm not saying it's easy, but it uh, we have an audience of one, which is the Lord, versus the tyranny of the self-worship that we all go through in our narcissistic kind of world. We have the liberty of lordship in just trying to pursue the Lord, glorify the, and glorify God. It's a high call. Uh, it's simple. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it, at least it's one directional is my point. 
you were bought with a price. Well, what kind of a price? The highest price. We call it the great exchange. That is the death and suffering and the highest value of the Lord's activity given for you. So why the precious blood? Why pay with the highest coin in the realm? Well, it's because the Lord values us that much. It blows. Our, it, it should blow our mind. All right, let's talk about the, whole, the implications of ownership by the Lord. So if we are owned by the Lord, then certain allegiances are owned and certain accommodations must be made. I want to give you three reasons why you're not your own today. One is because of this price, this purchase, because you were purchased at a very high value and and because of that, he values us highly. The second thing is residence, that he has chosen to come and reside inside of us. Let's say the president of the United States or your pastor or your mayor decides to come and and come to your house. Well, the allegiance of, of this occupation, or if you will, uh, should yield some different behaviors. You would be very hospitable to that that person. And here we have the most powerful, the most person with the most achievements, with the highest office, the king of kings, the most beautiful, the most creative, has come to reside inside of us, and we owe him something. So let's say you're not a believer. The third thing is, as you say, well, I, I don't believe, I don't have God dwelling in me. I don't believe that he's purchased me. Well, here's the thing that you are under an obligation. So the third reason that you're under obligation is because of creation. God invented you. He produced you. He sustained you. He's the one that even gave you the, the, the free will and the brains to resist him. So that's a, a crazy thing. So three reasons that we are uh, under obligation uh, to the Lord, that he's purchased us, that he resides with us, and that he created us. All right, so what is the body for? We have to get this this straight, because he's going to say some t- radical things about prostitutions and sexual immorality and being enslaved by, by stuff. If we don't get this ownership concept right, then you're not going to get the obligations of that ownership, which is sexual morality, and the accountability of that ownership, Uh, right. You're not going to get the application right if you don't get the concept right. So the questions that we're going to ask tomorrow about what's the body for and what happens during sex and uh, what is the intimacy that that is involved in sex and who gets to make the, the, the rules, we have to get the ownership right first. So the conclusion that he comes to is that you're not your own and that we're supposed to glorify God with our body. That is, we're under obligations to the Lord in certain respects. The concept is we have to bring our body under the power and priority of the Lord rather than the way we want to do it, which is put the Lord under the the priority and the power of the body. So we're kind of turning everything upside down. So today, my body, my choice, that is not true. It's not your body. He owns your body. You do get choices. He does allow us that. I I will grant you that. But we are not our own. The passage today, you are not your own. Let's get that right so that tomorrow we can start on sexual immorality and the other applications of it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting out your Bible with me, Set. Thanks for considering this for seven minutes of your day. Please attach it to your coffee or your cereal or your shower or something in your morning. Thanks for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.